Well, yeah, and we're creating relationships, right? I mean, if you want to assist somebody in, in, in terms of healing or guiding their body back to homeostasis, I mean, you need to understand them and know them or else how is that person going to be engaged? Greetings, hello, good day, wherever you are in this beautiful world. Thank you for joining True Hope Podcast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. Today, we've got an amazing guest with us, somebody who I've got a lot of experience and history with, board certified nutritionist and dean for the School of Holistic Nutrition at Pacific Rim College, Cordelia McFadden. Now, Cordelia was dean of holistic nutrition at PRC when I did my three-year holistic nutrition diploma, and I'm so happy that more and more students get to experience her incredible positivity and motivation. We recorded this episode a couple of months back, but we're going to be diving deeper into what holistic nutrition is, how you can use it to help heal yourself, and of course, we're going to be discussing some really important aspects of Pacific Rim College. Welcome to the show, Cordelia. Thank you so much for being with us. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me, Simon. I'm feeling really well today. Good time of the year. Days are getting longer, more sun. I'm happy. Yeah, we were just having a little bit of a chat um, about how excited we are that spring is coming and how it's such a transformative time for everybody and yeah once we can start seeing those flowers blooming and more birds in the sky it just brings a brings an air of happiness around for everybody i think i love it i love it absolutely cool well let's just jump straight in why don't you tell us about yourself your story into becoming a um, health practitioner and a teacher yeah absolutely so i kind of I feel like I'm a, a bit of a standard story in the sense of what pulled me to holistic health was my own personal needs. Initially, I am someone who suffered from debilitating gut issues my entire life. Uh, was my my elementary years, junior high and senior high were punctuated with ongoing stomach issues, digestive issues, and in hindsight, I would have out of control nosebleeds. I would have you know strep throat three, four, five, six times a year. All of these markers indicative of completely overwhelmed immune system, particularly with food sensitivities and issues. However, you know, the mainstream medical system was always looking for something bigger, something really dysfunctional. Thankfully, they never found it. But it wasn't actually until I moved to the UK uh, when I was 20, where I had a bit of a flare up and was not feeling good. And for the very first time in my entire life, a doctor said, what are you eating? And he specifically called out wheat. And I remember in my head, and I won't say the exact words, but I was just thinking, this guy's off his rocker. Like I have been going to doctors at that point, I was 20. So, you know, 12, 15 years, I'd been in and out of doctor's offices and all the rest of it. But I felt so terrible. <laughs> I was so desperate to feel better. I was like, okay, wheat. Uh, I guess that means I'm not going to be eating any bread or pasta for a while. So I cut that out. I said, okay, I'll, I'll cut it out for a month. And about two weeks in, I couldn't believe it was like this veil was being lifted off of my head. And I actually had clarity to think I could control my emotions. I didn't have to have an afternoon nap. I could sleep. So many things that I had just accepted as normal because they were normal for me just started to disappear. And, and some things it, it, it took a little bit longer because I find we're very critical of things if they're not going the way that we want. But when we start to put the right inputs in and we start to change and feel better, we're not always so cognizant of the improvements unless we have maybe a journal or somebody you know, points things out to us. 
So I was aware of a lot of things, but there was a lot of things that it took family and friends when I moved back to Canada to say, wow, what? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So what type of doctor was this in the UK? Because that's really, I, I feel, and I've not lived there in a long time, but I feel like that's a really unusual place for a doctor's mind to go when talking about those types of issues. So like, tell, tell us about this doctor. I just went to a regular doctor. My my mom's from Britain, so I have dual citizenship. And so I just went, I was like, I need to go to a doctor. I just went to a doctor. So I just went to the local doctor that was close to me. I was in Maidstone, Kent, living there. And this was not a functional medicine doctor. This is not a naturopathic doctor. This was just a doctor that I happened to end up in his office and have this experience with. So nothing special about it other than the words that he said. <laughs> That's a, that's just amazing that you found that doctor because I think if you if you got stuck with somebody else then maybe you would have just got a prescription. Or well, diet, and that was my experience yeah. in Canada, right? So I, again, I'm like, I don't know how I got this guy, but he he pushed me onto a traje trajectory that I wasn't even aware of at that time. That's then, that's yeah. wonderful. So you you cut out wheat for a couple of weeks, you start to feel a heck of a lot better, and then you know what what happens from there. Well, to be honest, I mean, I didn't really take it seriously. I was 20. <laughs> I was 21 and I was living in the UK and I was like, this is great freedom. Um, did not make the connection to at all. It would be years later that I would make the connection to sort of like wheat and gluten and all the areas that it's in and, you know, my gut issues and actually determining an, by an elimination diet and food sensitivity testings, what the foods were. Um, but so it was like, the UK absolutely was that initial first step. And then it wasn't until about three or four years later when I came back to Canada where I was like, okay, there's more, there's things still happening. I'd improved a lot and I got very comfortable where I was, but I had clearly not taken it, you know, upstream, so to speak, to really sort of address the root issues. And that's where I started to work with a naturopath and have these other conversations because I didn't even know what holistic health was. I mean, I'm like a lot of Canadians you are raised to, you know, just trust the medical system, trust your doctor, tell your doctor what's wrong and the doctor is going to know everything. And that was my experience. So I had no reason to question it until I moved to the UK and was like, wait a minute, maybe there's other professionals out there who can understand what I'm experiencing and can help me. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think that, yeah, so many, so many people, I think around the world trust the, you know, allopathic side of medicine that, you were so fortunate to, to find that practitioner who just thought about, you know, just asking you this simple question about, you know, what do you eat? And yeah. just sparking the idea of like maybe different things that you're consuming are affecting your gut. And hopefully that in, in, in um, medical training now, they're talking a lot more about like the gut brain axis and how like, you know, our gut can affect our brain, our brain affects our gut. And they're always communicating and the symptoms that might seem distant to the origin of, of, of them. You know, it's all kind of related and we're talking about preferred, referred issues. So that's awesome that you found that. And yeah, it's quite, quite remarkable because, you know, there's not a whole lot of practitioners out there uh, in the conventional system that are, you know, going towards something like that. So that's, that's great yeah. that, that that put you on that path. Yeah. So what's the link now from like, from where you're at in this story to becoming, you know, a holistic nutritionist and, and a teacher? 
Yeah. So when I got back to Canada, I, uh, I got back into, I was an event manager. So I was working for not-for-profit organizations, creating events and having so much fun doing that. I was still focusing on my health and working with my health team. And I had to, because I was reminded when I got back to Canada, the limitations of some of the doctors we have, because at that time, the doctor that I had didn't believe in food sensitivities or food allergies. So again, it was just that reminder to be like, okay, you're very helpful for some aspects, but I need to have another professional. And it was at that time where, you know, this is where that community piece kind of ties in, you know, friends and family were noticing how I was changing physically. And then just in terms of character, I had more energy and I was just, you know, doing more. And I was acutely aware that what worked for me may work for them, but it may not. And so all of a sudden I had this urge to be educated in a way that was more general that would allow me to speak to people and their unique experience because that was sort of the dawn when I lived in the UK was that we are all so different. You know, again, there's going to be these, these fundamental, these foundational pieces that everybody can benefit from. But again, <laughs> with that much the same, there's going to be that much different. So that kind of prompted me to be like, okay, what, 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 what is it? What do I even want to be? And then people were like, Oh, a dietitian and, started to learn about that. And I was like, Hey, that's really cool. That's really cool. Didn't resonate with me. Didn't have that pull for that. And then all of a sudden I just was looking through a magazine uh, in Calgary and it said, Oh, natural nutrition program. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> and that was it. I basically saw that article applied, took school and then kind of made the, and at this point, you know, I was just turning 30. So I thought I was wild to change careers at that point. I just turned 40. So now I'm like, oh, how funny you are when you're in your twenties and thirties thinking it's like yeah. the end of the world to change. So went back to school, um, did that. And then really kind of just really wanted to focus on supporting women in particular with gut issues. And that's sort of grown more now into hormonal issues as well. But I just wanted to help people. And I just wanted to share my story because I thought, my situation is not unique in the sense of what I've experienced, but what is unique to me is the sense of I, I, I'm not on the medications. And I think that if I had not recruited my own health team, my life trajectory could have taken a very uh, different path and it would not have been healthy. And I would, it would not, it just, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be vital. I wouldn't be feeling great. I wouldn't know how to feel empowered about my health. So it was that yeah. sort of education and that start that I just thought we need to talk about this. <laughs> and that's where I, you know, that's what gets so many people into holistic healthcare, where it's nutrition or whatever it may be. It's, it's a lot of this is a, as a, a personal need for health that they cannot find anywhere else. So Absolutely. that was my goal. Yeah. Time. That's, that's really cool. I think that's, I just want to ask you a question in regards to when you were, you know, you, you looked at dietitians and then you saw this, article for um becoming a natural practitioner yeah. why why were you kind of like not really connected with the dietitian side of things because you you naturally think that like you know if you want to get into uh diet and health and helping people you know with with what they eat to make them feel better you know you think automatically a lot of people would just think you know a dietitian would be kind of like the the, the best role for that so why would you why did you go to something that's a little bit you know a little a little bit out there yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I know that obviously food is important and I know that movement is important and I've always known that. But for me, some of the early practitioners that I worked with, some of the uh, exercises that they gave me were all about visualization. 
And so from the get-go, I had this practice where when I was in pain or when I was experiencing anything, I would put a lot of time into imagining my organs, you know, obviously my stomach, and my digestive system, healing and being well. And that really got me through some really difficult periods. And I couldn't find anything in speaking to dietitians or looking at various programs that really spoke to the psycho-spiritual aspect. And that's a very important part of my life. So I thought that, yep, yes, it's movement. Yes, it's nutrition. But for me, holistic nutrition like is a trifecta. And it does incorporate those psycho-spiritual aspects. And that can look different for everybody. But to not include that uh, didn't feel appropriate. Now, we see dietitians incorporating that in their own personal practice more today. But I really wanted a school that focused on that as well and wasn't just so, okay, we're science-based. Yes, as holistic nutritionists, we absolutely are science-based. However, there's a part of healing and health that can't always be quantified. And to ignore that, I think, is to ignore the potential for health. And so that doesn't align with my beliefs and values at all. Yeah, that's a really important point. I think the a big draw for me as well with holistic nutrition was the fact that you know, you, you, you're not just looking at somebody's symptoms and you're, yeah. you're not just trying to assess those immediately like you're asking very big questions big questions about you know somebody's sleep their stress levels their work how they were born how long they breastfed for you know like how often do you get sick like these are incredibly important questions that paint much more of an overall picture than yeah. i have stomach pain and i have diarrhea you know yeah. like that's not there's not enough value in that in regards to actually helping somebody really understand what it is that they're experiencing and what they can do to start, you know, making changes to, to start healing and become better. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And you're, you're right in regards to like, there are dietitians that are adopting and changing um, to more of a holistic approach. And that's, that's most likely due yeah. to the fact that all these new schools and new universities are covering health and, and wellness in, in a much more broader scope and wonderful practitioners like yourself yeah it's like that's that's it's pushing the um let's call it the, the um conventional side of nutrition to yeah. be better yeah and to look at the whole person rather than you know you have a protocol for diarrhea and stomach pain and yeah. that's the same thing for everybody yeah. we know that doesn't work we know that that's kind of a useless system so that's wonderful that um yeah that both both um both areas have got a good part to play in now. I love that. Yeah. And I didn't want to be a part of this reductionist healthcare where, you know, tell me about one thing you're feeling like that, that to me, like I, I, that has not at all helped me. And I know that that does not help. So this is where it's, we have these conversations to be like, I want to learn about the whole you and not just the you today, but tell me a little bit about you. Tell me a little bit about your past. And for people that are new to a holistic nutrition or a holistic practitioner, that's wild. That conversation, they're like, what? We're going to talk about me for an hour, maybe two hours. That whole experience is crazy to them. But you're talking to someone in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who's never talked about their health for that long to their healthcare practitioner. That is what is wrong to me. And that's yeah. where I'm just like, absolutely not. Pick one symptom. Like, what? No, absolutely not. Yeah, not when, you, when you're able to have an hour or two hour session with with somebody you know it turns into very much a bit of a therapy session and that therapy is a massive part of the process because you're actually connecting and aligning and forming this like therapeutic relationship with a practitioner and that's going to go such a long way to to making the changes that you need need to help i'm not going to generalize 
dietitians here, but like I met oh. a few of them in the UK, but they all seem to be really unhealthy, kind of unhappy people. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously doesn't not suggesting that's that's everybody, but I know a lot of holistic nutritionists and naturopaths, and you know people in the kind of the holistic realm. And they're all like super energized and super happy. And I, I honestly think that a big part of that comes from their journey to get to where they are. They went through personal issues and they educated themselves to help themselves. And then now they've got this wonderful ability to connect with people who are going through something very, very similar. So you've already already got that like understanding and that that um, that care that you can have for somebody. And that's a really great way to to connect really early on in the in the in the sessions so yeah that's a really important aspect as well well yeah and we're creating relationships right i mean if you want to assist somebody in 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 terms of healing or guiding their body back to homeostasis i mean you need to understand them and know them or else how is that person going to be engaged i mean and i don't blame them i mean i for a large part wasn't engaged in my health because i a i didn't know i had to be <laughs> and b there was no conversation it was it was one direction dialogue and so with holistic nutritionists, like we encourage discussion, we want feedback because if we need to make any changes, how are we going to get that if we don't have that open line of communication? And to get that communication, we need to build that bedrock of trust, which cannot be rushed. Yeah. And we absolutely have to create and establish that relationship early with a practitioner, that level of trust. Yeah. And I think in a two hour session, you know, or a 90 minute intake, you can, you can obtain that because, you know, you might be seeing this person for 90 minutes every couple of weeks but there's so much time in between those sessions and they need to be they need to be invested they need to be in it and they need to kind of like want to work with you as a practitioner to make sure that when they're not with you uh they're doing those things that they know that they need to do to to create those changes and yeah you it's very difficult to obtain a therapeutic alliance like that if you're not working with a, like a holistic mindset yeah. and really like getting to know that individual to create that relationship. Absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah. Super. Let's move on to Pacific Rim College. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Is it just a, is it just a nutrition school? No Pacific Rim College. Okay. So it's beautiful. It's got a great campus in market square in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia. And it's, it's like the alternative college, really. <laughs> We've got holistic nutrition, there's phytotherapy, so that's herbal medicine. We've got the doctor of traditional Chinese medicine program, acupuncture program. We've now got the permaculture program. There's the holistic doula. So there's sort of, you know, anything holistic chances are, um, you know, you can come to Pacific Rim College, whether it's be a certificate or diploma, there's weekend workshop, there's a lot of different ways to sort of dip your toes into the holistic healthcare that, you know, it, you don't, you don't have to be a practitioner necessarily, like, of course, we have, we make and we have so many great practitioners, but even if you're just looking for a little bit more knowledge for yourself, I mean, this is where the certificates and the weekend workshops are a lot more accessible, and they've never been more accessible now because we're online so anybody can access this that's really cool yeah i mean i i moved from when i so a little bit of my backstory so i went to pacific rim college i did the three-year holistic nutrition diploma as you know cordelia yes. and i was living in sweden at the time and i just kind of got into health and nutrition i did a couple of online courses and i, and I got you know i i i applied my knowledge to myself i got ridiculously healthy i felt amazing best i think i was 27 and it was the best i ever felt in my whole life 
So I'm like addicted to this learning now. Like, how can I like learn more and how can I help people feel this good? Because this is a like birthright. Everyone should feel awesome. Yes. Yeah. So I was fishing for a school and I found something in, I found a couple of schools in America and I narrowed it down to one, but it was so difficult to get a visa there oh. that it just kind of like didn't work. And the, 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 at the admissions person I was speaking to at this school in Colorado sent me this like sent me this random website and it had a bunch of schools like on it and then bang in the middle was the PRC like logo and I just clicked on that and I went to the um, nutrition diploma and looked through like you know what you do during the six semesters and it's so absurdly comprehensive <laughs> and it's just so yeah you just cover so much in well six semesters it's a long period of time and you have wow. the option to kind of fast track it through the summer and the fact that you have to do why don't you tell us a little about the clinic as well we'll get more into the, the, the diploma of holistic nutrition but tell us a little bit about the clinic wow. at the school because anybody if you're lucky enough to live in victoria or visit there you can go there and experience it yes the clinic to be honest is I mean, there's so many aspects of the program that I love, but the clinic for sure is it's right up there because there is no other program that allow, you know, nutrition students to engage with individuals to apply what they're learning in the classroom and to have the opportunity to learn something in a textbook and then see that and talk to somebody and have them come back and see improvements. That's incredible. Like it is, it's so invaluable for the soon to be practitioner. It is a massive boon for the community because again you know holistic healthcare services can be prohibitive for many many demographics and the other important thing to me simon is honestly i don't really love the idea that if you go to holistic nutrition school wherever that is that you have to see people one-on-one -on -one. and so i think that we've lost a lot of great practitioners because they weren't aware of the variety of ways to support people and so love clinic, love the experience. And I love also the opportunity that provides students after the three-year completion of the program to go, loved it, learned it, know how to do it, don't want to do that. Yeah, because that's fair enough, yeah. It's, there's, just, there's just so many ways to support the industry, to support individuals and groups. And I don't want it to always be a, I'm, I'm an extrovert or that's great. Or what about, I'm an introvert. I don't really like to talk to people, but is this the only way that I can make a living? I have to see people one-on-one. -on -one? And it's like, no, 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 no. Like there's so many ways to work and make a positive change where you don't ever have to talk to anybody. So, yeah, so it's, <laughs> I had a really wonderful experience with clinic because there's obviously three levels to it. There's the, yes. um, what's the first level? Observation. Observation. Yeah. So you're in, yep. the, you're with your classmates, with the, with the instructor, with the teacher, and then, you know, somebody comes in and they're looking to get some help with their, with their health. And then yeah. the next level will be supervised. So right. the the student will be taking the session with kind of everybody involved. Again, it's yeah. like this holistic, everyone's kind of in the room and learning together. It's actually a really, it can be quite intimidating at first, but it's actually a really um, wholesome educational experience. Absolutely. And then you have independent where you've got people, you know, you've got the students taking their own kind of clients and hopefully like getting them back in to, you know, work with them progressively throughout, throughout the semester, really amazing setup. And what I think that I learned from myself and watching other people around me grow through the three years th through those different types of clinics was the fact that the experience and the confidence to be able to yes. sit one-on-one -on -one and first of all, know that, you know, a lot of information and you've got a lot of good information to share mm -hmm. 
but being able to communicate that in a understanding and empathetic way is a skill and like the biggest thing i learned from clinic was like learning how to listen to be to quiet my mind quiet my body sit there be be present and listen and that is without question the biggest superpower that i think any good natural health practitioner can have and um that clinical that clinical setting most likely gives that skill and that superpower and that quality to everyone who passes through absolutely absolutely because you're so right simon i mean even when you're in school particularly but even when you're done you can find yourself in these moments of i can't help people i gotta take this course i gotta take another course i gotta learn this and learn that and it's like no 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 like you know like you you have so much knowledge when you're in school to help people and and having that opportunity to do that and see positive improvements and like you said Sometimes when you're new and you're nervous, you just, you want to fill space. You don't want, there can't be a quiet moment. You just have to talk, talk, talk. And so really just kind of sitting back and just allowing, because you have to, you have to put yourself in the position of the person across from you who's coming to seek help. You might be talking to them in a way and about things that nobody has ever said to them before. So allow them to actually absorb that and digest that and just hold that space and then continue the conversation. And there's, it it just like school is the place that you can do that. And everybody is learning and and the expectations just lower them. Your instructors, they're always to support you, but just like, it's okay if you maybe ask the questions out of order, or maybe you are really chatty. Like this is the moment, those are the opportunities where you can find that out about yourself and go, okay, you're right, I do get nervous. And then I have, oh, I just wanna ramble on. Okay, I need to learn to count to 10 in my head sure so yeah (laughs) the clinic is wonderful and obviously there's a clinic for nutrition there's a clinic for phytotherapy and there's a clinic for acupuncture as well which is really wonderful thing so yeah if you are in the area you should go check it out um i'd love to talk specifically about the nutrition program so what makes the diploma of holistic nutrition kind of stand out we got the longest program by a long shot in canada we've got a three-year program like you said we've got the six semesters we cover everything from, we've got a little bit of influence from Ayurveda. We've got a bit of the influence from the Western herbal medicine, the Oriental medicine. We've got a big uh, biomedical section, which you know focuses on the anatomy and physiology, uh, the biology, those sorts of aspects. We've got a big core nutrition component, which talks about you know nutrient diet therapeutics, toxicity of foods. We've got the clinic. Uh, we've got the professional development area as well, which a lot of, Model holistic courses, I, I feel like at the end of the program, you get thrown in a little bit of business information, but there's not really any sort of structure or flow to it. So we've really taken consideration into making sure we've got professional development courses that um, our students can utilize and actually turn into a, a thriving career afterwards, whether that's working for themselves or working for somebody else, you're going to have tools to you know communicate yourself. Because if you got all this great education, but you don't know how to you know, land a position somewhere. I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be wasted. Right. So there's just so many different ways. And then we've got the weekend workshops and then students have to take electives. And now we've got this beautiful component as well, where we can draw on, which is Pacific Rim college online. So now we've got weekend workshops where students, because when you went to school, Simon, if you wanted electives, you have to take a weekend workshop in person. 
that was the only option. So now we've got nutritional electives like in the program itself that are, you know, typically 15 hours. And then we've got the weekend workshops. We're changing those up a bit now with Zoom. So instead of, you know, two day workshops, we're seeing if the content matter can be divided into one day and then scattering another day somewhere else throughout the semester. Because again, people are spending a lot of time online. So how can we kind of change things up a little bit? And then the PRCO, we've got another area as well where people continue to take their, you know, elective credits and then have lifetime access to that. So it's, it's the, it's the length of the program, it's the hours of the program, and it's also all of the different blocks that I just mentioned of education. So yes, obviously nutrition is the core piece, but there's so many other influences that sort of really make it just a complete program. You also have some pretty special teachers there as well, right? We have amazing instructors. Are you kidding me? I mean, no, we have got some of the best professionals. I mean, just some of the best people teaching, you know, in clinic, in our classes who have so much life experience, so much personal experience, so much educational experience, and they come willing to share and answer questions and just be themselves. And it's just, it's wonderful. Like our instructors, I mean, I, yeah, I learned from our instructors. I learned from our students. It's just this boom, 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 just learning, 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 sharing, sharing, sharing. It's a very, very cool, you know, culture to be a part of. What do you think is the benefit for, no, we're talking about how comprehensive the program is and it dives yeah. into um, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, yeah. Western medicine. What do you think the benefit of learning those different modalities is? Well, I think the first benefit is it's really interesting to see how students sort of gravitate towards different things, which can allow them to take additional courses after the program if they want to sort of niche down, so to speak. Um, and then really the other thing is as well is that, you know, the clients that they're going to be seeing, you know, at the college when they're in their academic career and then likewise when they're in their own career, these individuals are going to have their own experiences with health. So if you can be well versed and, oh, okay, this person's talking about doshas. Okay, I know Ayurveda. Not an Ayurvedic practitioner necessarily, but I understand some of the philosophies and prior learnings that you've been exposed to. So I can incorporate some of that language into our conversations. So I can demonstrate to you that I see what you've done. I see where you're coming from and we can expand on that together. So whether that be Ayurveda or the herbal medicine, because as you know, herbal medicine and nutrition, they're just, they're besties. And then again, the oriental medicine. So for me, it's those influences, again, particularly with the, well, all of them really, they're ancient. I mean, they've been around for, you know, thousands of years. And so not only is it excellent for the student to sort of have an awareness of why are we see things today or where they come from, but also understanding that the people that they're going to work with also have these influences. And it's not about, you know, just exclusively utilizing one and disregarding everything else. You know, when it comes to health for each of us, you know, we really can cherry pick. <laughs> I like a little bit of this component of Ayurveda. You know, I, I like Western herbs. I, I'm going to use some herbal medicine. Oh, I love nutrition. I'm really going to use a lot of this, right? So I think it just really opens up the menu of health and the options that are available as opposed to just saying, this is one path. This is the path. That's all that's available. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, there's so much available. So it's about having a practitioner that has that awareness of what's out there can really sort of support that client and saying, okay, this is where we're going to go. And if this is what you're interested in, I'm going to make sure that you have resources to continue to learn about that. So, yeah, I really think the length of the course and how comprehensive it is and how um, diverse and how it, it, you know, it dives into herbs, nutrition, yeah. Chinese medicine. I, I think that really serves the student so, so well, because they're going to go into 
school day one with a kind of idea in their mind of like what they're going to do and it's going to change 50 times by the yeah. time they're done oh, yeah. and by being exposed to all these wonderful different um professors and practitioners as well as different theories and, and and different ways of looking at kind of the same thing it really opens up opportunity for people to look look within themselves and see what really resonates but and then they're able to create kind of a practice or a product or a service that is much, very much needed in our society but it's also beautiful ends up being beautifully unique to that individual and if if somebody finds that they've got they've got a fire within them for life yeah and i think that is one of the biggest things that um people will obtain from even just attending like the certificate program oh, of yeah. nutrition you know so why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about that because that's that's the certificate program in in holistic nutrition is different from the diploma so why don't you tell us about that right yeah so as we said like the the diploma program is three years six semesters the holistic nutrition certificate program so hncp for short that's one semester essentially so it's a four-month program and it's it's not a course designed to you know you know, make practitioners. It's really for general interest for individuals who are looking to sort of how can I bring more holistic nutrition to my life for my family. And it also so serves a very important function as if, if someone's potentially looking to take the diploma program, this is a really great opportunity to take the certificate and see how you feel about the college, see how you feel about some of the instructors, see how you feel about some of the content before you commit to a three-year program. And that's why we've got a lot of the core, well, we've got you know some core courses that are embedded into the certificate program so that once you complete that, if you choose to matriculate into the diploma program, you're not starting from square one. You're already gonna have some credits, you're already gonna have some courses under your belt, and then you can kind of ease into the program. So. I'm a huge fan of the certificate program because again, it just, it, it's, it's digestible. It gets information that people need right away. And then if you're looking at that course for the diploma, it just gives you a little bit of a taster before you commit. Because if you're like you, Simon, coming from another country, and we do have a lot of international students, it can be a little bit much, you know, to commit to A, a three-year program and B, coming to Victoria. There's there's a lot of considerations for people. So I love to have, you know, the latter approach, <laughs> you know, for lack of better words, where, you know, dip your toe in, see how you feel, ask questions, and then you can kind of continue on from there if you feel so called. Yeah, it's a really great stepping stone. I know multiple people that start with the certificate program and then they yeah. end up doing the holistic nutrition and then they double that up with acupuncture and then, they, yeah. then, yeah. they, then they chuck in uh therapy and they've yeah. been in school for seven years but they... yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a slippery slope it can happen fast <laughs> yeah but it's um it's that it's it's that type of energy and it's an addicting place to be around because it is such yeah. a wonderful wonderful environment and yeah i know more than more than three people that have done literally like every program at that school yeah yeah it's addictive <laughs> which is which is which is just a that's just awesome um we spoke briefly about the kind of application of like pacific rim college online now so is that is that yeah. well that was that kind of in response to the last 12 months like how, do, how does that look now can i could i start school next semester and and begin online yeah you could uh, actually, so Pacific Rim College Online was, it's sort of, a, it's a separate entity um, from the college and it was created, you know, before, you know, COVID and all that sort of stuff. And it was just really a way to sort of just harness this digital classroom and to reach more people. It obviously has certainly become so much more beneficial now, given the fact that we are, 
you know, in virtual classrooms. But with the college right now, the only program that's able to be on site uh, is acupuncture. So our herbal programs, as well as holistic nutrition, they're 100% virtual at the moment. And, you know, we're, we're getting our sort of guidance from our provincial regulatory bodies. But right now, for sure, we know our summer semester is absolutely approved for international students. It's online. So anybody who's looking at potentially taking the course, like the last year essentially has offered a bonus for people from around the world to sort of get involved because it's not realistic for everybody who wants to learn this to move to Victoria. So it's been really interesting to witness the diversity of students in the program because of this opportunity right now. And those online programs that you could jump yeah. into now, is it live classroom yes. yeah okay cool yes. because there's a Great lot of distinction yeah. yeah yeah so so if you're signing up for pacific room college instructor there and you're going through the content the prco those are pre-recorded so those are sort of lifetime access go back to them again and again but anything with pacific room college right now it's online and it's live nothing pre-recorded nothing recorded wonderful that's great What's your, um, what do you love most about the college? Oh, you know, I saw that was one of your questions and I was like, just one thing. Um, yeah, one thing. I, yeah, I think for me, it's, it's the ease of conversations that I can engage in that doesn't happen anywhere else. You know, I can start talking about epigenetics and intergenerational trauma and how this discharges the nervous system and how this affects the gut. And people are like, yeah, da -da 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 -da. I can't. I can talk about that. If I brought that up at the dinner table, they'd be like, Epi, what? <laughs> You're talking about gut stuff again. I know that, Cordelia, but what exactly are you talking about this time? So it's just those conversations where you can just, I read this. I, oh my gosh, did you see this? And all of a sudden you're just like, poof, 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 poof. you just have this hive mind being exposed to things that otherwise you wouldn't, you know, you stay focused and then you have people that are, have different interests and you're like, that's really cool. That's really cool. So the conversations and, and that's what I'm missing right now. You know, I love the fact that we can be online, but I miss the energy and I miss the conversations and the hubbub that happens in the classrooms and the hallways. Um, yeah, that's, it's the conversations. Absolutely. Students, instructors, faculty, everybody. Yeah. Finding your tribe is the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's for absolutely. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell us a couple of um, success stories of like um, students who have completed the, the three-year diploma? Yeah, honestly, I, again, I was pondering this question and, you know, this, this sounds like a Dean thing to say, but I think that every student who successfully completes the program is a success story because regardless of whether they choose to continue that on with a profession or not, I know that they have profoundly impacted not only their health, but they will impact the health of those in their family and those immediately around them by the knowledge that they've been exposed to. Um, to take it a little bit further, Simon, I think that what you're doing and the the way that you're out there and the, what you're vocalizing, I think that gives all holistic nutritionists, including myself, something to look up to. And I'm also very interested in students who come to us from international communities where holistic nutrition, for lack of better words, doesn't really exist in the traditional sense. You know, there is no professional organizations. There is no schools. 
So, you know, when we have students come from Mexico and, you know, other countries in South America and they're learning this wisdom and they're taking that back and sort of incorporating that into a more traditional lens for their communities. I think that's incredibly exciting because again, it's just, I just visualize these little drops of holistic nutritionists around the world, just getting into these communities where this knowledge is so needed, um, but is not accessible. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's a big congratulations to anyone that completes that program because it's not easy. No, because no, it's, it's like you learn this, but you don't, I don't necessarily think every student understands how much of a, a personal reflection, like how much inner work you do simultaneously while you're in class. Like there is a lot of deep work that goes on for a lot of students in the program. So it's, it's transformative on many levels. Yeah. Transformative is, is the right word. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Just to finish up, you've got your own nutrition practice. You've got a beautiful yeah. little sign behind you there. Yeah. Oh, Inspired you. living nutrition. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you offer people? Yeah, thank you, Simon. So I'm all about supporting women uh, with gut and hormonal health. So I do sort of one-on-one -on -one programs. Minimum length of time I like to work with women is three months because again, Simon, you and I are really big on this sort of habitual transformation. There's a lot of information out there for nutrition. It's not just about, you know, Googling thing. What, what foods do I eat? It, it's, I really, you know, approach nutrition in the sense of what programming do you have? What habits do you have? Do they serve the goals that you have in your life and how you want to feel? And if not, let's kind of, you know, take some of those out so we, we can actually create space for change instead of thinking this is how I am and now I've got to add all this on you know let's discharge and remove what's not working to create space to build up and again this is where it's collaborative so yeah hormonal gut health women's health that's really that's really what I'm all about and uh you know over the last year my business has taken a little bit of a turn just in the sense of I'm incorporating a lot more discussions with my clients about uh, boundaries, because I'm a bit of a boundary Jedi. I'm really good at that. And also just this personal health advocacy, because I'm, I'm understanding and seeing more and more um, how my health journey is, is it's, well, it's mine, and I'm getting the support that I need. But I'm also seeing that women are not getting the support that they need because they're necessarily not as vocal as me. And again, I don't want, oh, you've got to be an extrovert. You've got to be vocal, you know, to get the health that you need. Oh, if you're an introvert or don't ask questions like, oh, forget it. Like that to me is silly. So it's really trying to call in these women who need a little bit of support with their health, but also just, you know, ensuring that they know the language and what personal advocacy is and, you know, tapping into emotions. I'm now tapping into sort of like anger emotions with my clients because there's a lot of anger around the health and the lack of support that they feel they should have got. So it's really, again, it's more conversational, but there's, you know, people are feeling a lot, they're feeling stressed out. So it's like, let's discharge that, let's process that. And then let's sort of focus on what we can do together. But if you don't address all the stress that's here, they're not going to be present enough to, you know, do the protocol that you give them. So really just expanding to be just whatever someone needs and not so this is the way it's going to be. And this is how it is. It's like, okay, we're going to change things for every person. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're out there doing that because Thank I you. know with your, your enthusiasm and your energy and your experience, you're going to help a lot of people. So Sorry. that's great. Um, how can people connect with you? You know what? Honestly, just go to my website, inspiredlivingnutrition.com. You can pop on and get on my on my Instagram and stuff like that. But sort of like that's the that's the hub. That's the main place where you can find me. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to um, chat with us today, Cordelia. I really appreciate it. Simon, um, I love talking to you. I think what you're doing is awesome. I'm a big fan and I'm always going to watch what you're doing because you're just making a really positive impact in the industry. So thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, for more information on anything we've spoken about in this episode, you can see the show notes. We'll make sure you get you can get connected with Cordelia. Don't f- forget to subscribe if you haven't. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This is True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. We'll see you next week.